But do you recall the most famous reindeer of all? Charles. Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer had a very shiny nose. And if you ever saw it, you would even say it glows. All of the other reindeer used to laugh and call him names. They never let poor Rudolph join in any reindeer game. Then one foggy Christmas Eve, came to say, Rudolph, What's going on? It's your boy King Des here. Another episode of Brunch with the Boys. I'm doing great tonight, but how we doing, gentlemen? Gee, Dave, man, I'm always good, man. You know? Yeah. It's the gentle cheer. You won't come from my cut it off hoodie game. I'm, I just got into the game recently. I'm just trying to be like gent. You know that this is not your forte, man. It is actually. They they, they loving me in the streets right now. Ever oh. since I left uh, the tank top gang, me and Dad stopped kicking it like we used to. But <laughs> you know, hopefully, hopefully I can join this new cut off hoodie team, and, and, and I'm gonna be good to go. I swear to God, I tried everything to keep him away from it, too. I tried everything to keep him away from it. Yeah, I know. That's funny. What are we getting into tonight, fellas? Man, we just want to talk a bit about giving back, man, and the importance of doing so, especially during the holidays. You know, this is a time where a lot of people have been out of work all year. Mm -hmm. And we talk about the parents and their needs, but we forget the kids are suffering, too. And I, I know we're grown now. So we make Christmas happen, but remember the days when Christmas happened for us and, and nothing felt better than getting a toy under the tree. We used to go wake up early at open gifts all the 536 in the morning for weeks yeah. up until Christmas. You go to the tree and you shake it, shake the gift just to uh, try to guess what it is. You beg your siblings to tell you, hey, you know what I got? Sometimes they knew if it was my sister, she told you easily. She couldn't hold water. You know what I mean? So it, it, it's just a good time. And I think it's important for us to give back. Yeah. Yeah. Word. Word. I remember I remember that Christmas where we got like 13 gifts yeah. and like the best. It was right after Hurricane Andrew. I might be dating myself. But that money came in, that FEMA? That FEMA yeah. when, that, when that FEMA money came in. And, That's when and I got Nikes. That's when it, I got Nikes. Listen, this is this is officially when we all felt like we were dope dealers. It didn't even matter whether we were in the game or not. The money was flowing from the government. I, I remember when I came to your house for the first time, and I was like, man, that shit nice. Man, these niggas ain't grow up like I grew up. I don't know if it was you or GZ saying, nigga, that's all Hurricane. That's, that's <laughs> all Hurricane money. It never looked right like time. that before, it boy. Before. Yeah, that wasn't <laughs> like before. You know, so oh, you know man. how it go. But you know, it's crazy, though. I also remember being 18 and away, coming back home for my first year from college, and I remember having one gift. And I remember saying, boy, how times have changed. You know what I mean? That's when I realized I was no longer a kid, nigga, and those gifts weren't coming. You know what I mean? You know what, though? I, I had this conversation with someone not too long ago. It was longer, probably like a year ago. But, you know, with, with my kids and, you know, I, I vacillate and I try to balance, you know, kind of trying to give them what I had versus what I think is probably better. Um, and. And what I remember the most 
is I remember special gifts, like, and I remember like milestone shit. Like I remember getting a Nintendo. I remember getting a Sega. Like I remember Sega that Genesis, shit, right? But like, yeah. yeah, yeah, I remember that shit. But I don't remember like ninety percent of the shit I got. I'm just gonna be real, like. And so what I try to do with my kids nowadays is I try to limit the gifts, right? I think my parents racked their brains. You gotta keep in mind, y'all had it was it was multiples of y'all. It was really just me, me and my brother, like eleven years apart. So really, yeah. the first eleven years of my life when the shit really mattered, yeah. It was just me. And so my parents really, they really kind of went all out. They still got a nigga to fake Ewings. Yeah. I'm going to let it go. I'm going to let it go. <laughs> How do you get fake Ewings when, the, when the, the real Ewings already on sale for $15.99? I mean. <laughs> you want to do my parents like that? That's what I'm only speaking because I nigga. had the Patrick Ewings and I had the, a limited pair. I had the the, the running Patrick Ewings. Patrick Ewing never ran a day. I didn't know that. I didn't and know I that. Running Patrick Ewans with the 33 on the side from Kmart. Y'all better tighten up over here. I tell you uh, that. Mine's look like the Patrick Ewans, but it didn't have any numbers on them. So I would just lie and tell my friends I didn't like the way numbers look. I took them off. Uh, no one believed no, me. No, honestly, that's what I went with. you made it. My situation was worse because I never forget wearing those to school the next Monday yeah. and the kids saying, man, why is there a 33 on the side of your shoe? White boy was really flabbergasted. He didn't. He only knew money. He never knew <laughs> everything okay. wasn't Nike, Reebok, you know, Adidas. So it, it was tough, man. But honestly, we just got to be grateful because it's really not about how much you have. It's about having. And, and yeah. to me, I think Christmas right now, you know, you, we just the kids. And that's why brunch with the boys, we, we reached out, man, and we didn't talk about it. We were about it today. We went out and bought a bunch of gifts. Jan, go ahead and share your experience. How, how'd that go for you today? Yeah, so there is a radio station, 106.7, who uh, one of the DJs, his name is uh, uh, Baby DJ, does a Christmas toy drive every year. And so this year, you know, I connected with the boys and say, man, we should participate and just get a bunch of toys. So we went and got, all, you know, got our money together, man, and we hit different stores and five below and just really just said, man, let's just go get as many toys as we possibly can. And I brought my kids, primarily I brought my son only to be the videographer, if that's a, but the person who was holding the camera. For my daughter, I want her to experience it. You know what I'm saying? Cause she, when I told her about it and I said, this is what we're gonna do today. She got extremely excited. I was like, this is not a time for you to go get slime. It's time to give slime to somebody else. You know what I'm saying? And she was like, no, she was cool with that. And so, you know, I don't, I could, a quick side note. I don't get why kids love slime. That shit is so weird. No, my, my, my kid is a textile baby, man. Yeah, she loves no, it. Ain't just your kid. It's just, yeah, man. It's, it's I don't know a kid that doesn't enjoy playing with slime and it's disgusting to me. Oh, it is. It is. They like making slime is the most important thing now. They like they playing with it too. Slime. They playing yeah. with it too. I used to get my shit out the vending machine like every other kid. Man, I'm up trying to tell you. Well, now they can make it. They can make it with some baking soda. You, you think they can? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're out here cutting it. They've been Benny Dope dealers for a little bit now. You know what I'm saying? That's true. Yeah, That's true. I taught them well. I taught them well. <laughs> <laughs> but you are what right. Was, what was cool was while we were picking out all the toys, at first it was just like a, a smash and grab, just trying to get everything. And then my son was like, Man, we got to be more thoughtful in regards to what we're selecting. And so he's I was like, well, then get a cart then and you get in it. And so he he was like, I don't know what a kid likes. I was like, dude, you were a kid like all but a, yeah. several years ago. Right. So he started going in and he was taking his time 
and was being very thoughtful and selective. And, you know, after we had the register and we were checking out, I was just like, I just hope you guys understand, like, you guys have been privileged. You guys never had any wants. I've never had any needs, much less wants. And, you know, this this COVID situation has really put people out. And there's a lot of kids that are not going to experience half of what you're normally experiencing, and we got to we got to do something about that. And, he, and my son was like, "Yeah, you're com- you're completely right," and I'm glad that we did this today. So it was a good feel for for sure. I I took uh, my daughter with me, and uh, she enjoyed it. I even spoke to my son about it as well, and and he liked the idea. You know, I didn't take him. He had a game, and honestly, after he lost the game, he wasn't in the best mood, so I didn't really want to be around that, but um, don't ruin my vibe. Um, I took my daughter, and great. She really thought things through, whether it was a boy or girl. She talked about whether they like science or art and or sports, so we, we really got toys from every perspective and she, she really enjoyed it and while we were there she bought a gift for her brother which i really love because we know that linda game buying her a gift you know what i mean and, it's not, uh, just, she him, thinks about it's not just him it's not, it's not just it's all little yeah. brothers and all brothers worldwide all of them suck all, all the brothers too <laughs> oh exactly exactly so you're gonna leave you know, my son out of it he been bought his sister a present. but your son a grown-ass man yeah. so we're talking about kids yeah once oh, they man. get past 18 yeah. we, they got yeah. different standards but yeah. under and the 18 they ain't shit <laughs> so she really enjoyed it and i enjoyed it the bible always says it's better to give than receive and i truly stand by that you know it yeah. feels way better to give and make someone's day Unless it's sexually, I really hey, feel like you I didn't take me. it there because he said the Bible, and I thought it would be it would it would it would show like a you know. I'm still I'm still taking it there because yeah, I know I feel you, like the Lord I knows that. your heart. The Lord knows my heart, Lord and knows He knows heart. I deserve to receive. Is all I'm trying to say, man. I've been given too much. If I'm to hilarious. be honest with you, that's even hilarious. when it comes to sex, and yet even when we're talking about Christmas and the kids, we find ourselves here. <laughs> I. I left it alone. Yeah, and Des, you're off the hook this time. <laughs> Dan, you brought it up, and me, unfortunately, I carried it through. But you know, it still feels better to give, even in that situation. To you know, to me, you got to earn that receive. You know, as a man. No, we're out of town today, and so we didn't have an opportunity to do a lot of running around. As a matter of fact, he has a game tomorrow morning. But to your point, Gent, how very fortunate they are to not have any wants, right? And, you know, I'm going to give my parents some credit. And I don't know how it happened, but my parents used to make shit happen as well as they could, right? And, and granted, I didn't have any context because all the niggas I know yeah. live around me. So we was all in the same situation. So as far as I knew growing up, I was straight. Like, I was cool. I mean, like, I definitely had what I needed. I had food. My lights was on. My parents, you know, didn't get mad and hit me for no reason. Like, I ain't had no bullshit at my house. But I definitely... <laughs> when you got slapped, you deserved it. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, all the time. All the time. I look back now. You know, when you when you, when you were younger, you never yeah. deserved your beatings, right? This, they are yeah. tripping, right? Well, boy, like, I deserve all, all What I try to get across to my kids is that what's most important, particularly... And I think COVID kind of exacerbated everything. But I think, you know, really around the holidays, what's important... And what your legacy is, is how people remember you um, and, and how you make them feel. Right? It's a Maya Angelou saying, right? It's like people may not remember what you said. They may not remember your name or something like that, but they'll always remember how you made them feel. It's true. And so I think understanding, understanding whether, whether, whether it's mentoring youth, I think anytime you guys and anytime we, anytime our listeners, anytime anybody that we're, we're close to, uh, people in general 
can lend their their open their wallets or their or their hearts or lend their time or give their time. Um, however, you can give back. However, you can positively impact another person. I think is is something we can never lose sight of. It's what, it's what you know ultimately. I agree. I agree. And I think as men, it's important for us to lead the way and show that giving back is important, so that our kids see it and want to mimic that behavior. Because we live in a world where everyone is on the take. And if we don't give back to those in need, what are we really doing? And, and you said it best as legacy, helping those in need. That person will never forget you. Even if you never speak to them again, they'll be telling a story on how they got help from you at a time where they needed it more than ever. You know what I mean? So let me, I want to tag on something to that before we move forward. You know, I think compassion and empathy, I think some people have that kind of normally. I think some people have that, but I think a lot of times a learned behavior and because i remember being a kid oh little hood kid man you know hustling getting into shashimi getting in and stealing pieces from the pizza man we used to call this nigga he going to the building to deliver i grew up in an apartment deliver pizza we go into his car because these dumb niggas never locked the car yeah. and we would steal all the pieces right that's kind of little nigga i was but i remember <laughs> always around the holidays my mom was big about making sandwiches we and i remember this vividly because Though I didn't think I wouldn't necessarily classify myself as like poor. Maybe we were working class people. I would say we're working. My parents were working class people living paycheck to paycheck. But I never thought like we was poor anything. But I knew we ain't have an abundance of shit to be giving away to other motherfuckers. <laughs> right? Like, I remember my mom making sandwiches, making rice and beans, making like meat. Like I come in the house and she like, oh, no, we're going to feed the homeless. The homeless. I'm hungry now. Yeah. The you feeling homeless. <laughs> my, my mom would my mom would would get these little containers. She would put food on them and rice and meat nice. and stuff like that, vegetables. And then she would, we would go out in DC, me, her, my dad, and we would. I, I grew up in DC. Anybody know about DC knows homeless people everywhere. And it's cold up at this time. It's like yeah. 30 degrees. We handing out the food. And I just remember being like, my parents work hard. We don't have that much. And they out here on the six o'clock on the Sunday evening giving out food. So they would just talk to me about why that was important. I remember specifically this one time, this dude. My mom went to give him a, uh, uh, like a bag, had a sandwich, some other stuff, some waters. You know, he slapped it out of her hand. He's like, I don't want Shoot. your food. I don't know if you poisoning yeah. me. It's the homeless nigga, right? And I remember the first thing that came on me was, I'm probably like 10. I want to jump out the car yeah. and beat this nigga in the face, right? And I remember getting home and talking to my mom, like, how could you do that when people still like acting like that? And my mom was like, you know, you always going to have some people that are prideful or some people that act a certain way, but you can't do these things for the 10% of the people that don't act like you want them to act. You have to do it for the 90% of the people who are appreciative of whatever you can offer them and help them out with. And, and I just remember that sticking with me. And and Des, that's like perfectly said. And I, and I actually live by a motto similar to that. <clears throat> I always say that what you eat don't make me shit, right? It's just like, it don't matter what you do. Mm-hmm. I am going to act how I feel I should act, irregardless of what the fuck you're doing, right? And so, and that has no impact. And that's all your mom was doing, basically. She was going to do what she believed was right, irregardless of how, you know, any other person feels. Like, you're not going to please everyone, right? But you live like that, it's a wonderful way of of just kind of ensuring that your internal compass always points true north, man. And like you're going to be who the fuck you're going to be and no one's going to change you or no emotion is going to rattle that. And that's and so big up to your mom, because shit, I wish I had learned that a lot sooner in my life. She, she really taught you something that 
I always emphasize with my kids, especially my son, about integrity and doing right even when you're being wronged and being the person you want to be, even if you're being treated less than you deserve. Ultimately, that level of integrity will lead to success and you'll never feel bad about doing the right thing, even when someone's wronging you. And no matter how it turns out, you're going to come out on top. And that person, whoever wronged you, is going to end up regretting how they treated you. And you're going to feel great about what you did because you knew you stood too tall and didn't change who you were. You didn't switch up at all, you know? So it's funny you say that because my mom, would, she would always say, I do this for others and I do this for the Lord. Like nobody's negativity is going to stop my purpose, right? And my purpose is to help others. But I think that's something we have to steal in our kids, to your point. I, I don't yes. know that that's natural. If I had two jerk parents. No, no. And nice. I'm not sure we'd ever associate that adjective with you, Des. But um, I, I hear what you're saying. I I think it's just a good time of the year to back and feel good. I, I felt so good buying those toys. And I know I'm never going to open a box and play with them. Like it, it felt overwhelmingly good to just know I was going to put a smile on a stranger. A little kid was going to be so grateful and I don't even know him. So, right. you know, the holidays, man. So listen, the family time's coming up, man. Holidays, y'all ready? Christmas shopping okay. done. <laughs> yeah, you got a mama who's on top of that shit. Yeah. So I just slide the bread yeah. or be like, hey, what you got to do. Parents, particularly my brother, I usually try to do something yeah. like thoughtful. You know what I mean? So I'll send up something that gets delivered to the house. I, I don't really yeah. wrap stuff up. I'm not sending my parents like bread necessarily yeah. in the car. I try to do something that gets sent to the house or like <laughs> something I try to do before is like, I tried to do like a little dinner yeah. and I had it sent to the house. So my parents you know, got home from church or whatever. There was, I ain't, listen, I ain't that nice. I did it like twice in my whole you life. Could do better. Point was, you could do better. When they, got, when they got home, you know what I'm saying? Came in, yeah. got a nice little dinner served up or whatever. So I figured out something to do. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I think most people prefer experiences over yeah. gifts these days, especially as you get older. When you're younger, I think you want the material goods. Mm -hmm. But uh, once you get older, you appreciate the experiences. Let me ask you a question, just just based off what Jeezy just said, because I've had, that's part of the, I didn't finish my statement earlier, but uh, experiences over gifts. Let's say you spend, I don't know what people spend on gifts, right? It, it depends on how depends old on the who kids the, are. And it depends on who the gifts right, I'm talking about, let's say you spend $1,000 on gifts for, your immediate family, right? So I'm talking about your significant other, your kids or whatever. Plus or minus few hundred dollars. Everybody knows yeah. the budget. Let's say you were able to find a trip for around the same amount, plus or minus $200 or what you would have paid on gifts. Do you buy a bunch of gifts and y'all just at home chilling? Do you buy the whole family a vacation, get, get a card, print out like the paper that shows you're going on vacation. And then the day after Christmas, y'all going to the port because y'all got a five day cruise. I I think it depends on your family. Um, mm -hmm. You have to know mm -hmm. who you're dealing with. Mm -hmm. A lot of people, and I, I want to say women because I'm obviously a man and I'm straight. So, but a lot of mm -hmm. women, they receive love through gifts, material mm -hmm. goods. So even though the thought is nice and they know you love them, the fact that you didn't get them anything can hurt their feelings. So a vacation for your significant other might be dope. No, that's a big deal. No, I think she might be dope. That might be dope. But your kids don't see that shit. Everything you do for your kids in their mind, this is what that nigga's supposed to do. Every time you do something special, you drove out of your way to get him a burger here, even though the family wanted this. When he gets it, he may forget to say thank you because in his mind, that nigga was right. like, nigga, I said I was hungry and I wanted a burger. Nigga, <laughs> did what you were supposed to do. <laughs> so <laughs> you can't really say, oh, kids, I got you a vacation. If your kids are in their teens, they may enjoy it. Yeah, I, yeah, think I think if they're right. any younger than that, they're like, nigga, this is what you got me? Like, no, nah, yeah. I want a gift, something tangible. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think you're right about the age. That's a, yeah. that's the, I think you're absolutely right. Yeah, I completely agree. You guys ever feel like any Christmas stress during this this season, like, or is it pretty much like pretty low key all the time? Nah, no I don't feel any real. stress. Whether it's logistical challenges with families or what you buying the kids or all, any of those things, it's pretty. pretty no, easy. I think it's easy. You got to have a plan, and your kids tell you what they want, so it's not like you're reading their minds at this point. And it's Christmas time. When the holidays come, I find myself in a mental space where I'm not going to let a lot bother me. Yeah. I just want to appreciate what I have because it's easy to focus on the negative. Mm-hmm. We're humans. Whenever we think on shit, we probably are going to think about where things are going bad rather mm-hmm. than focus on on all the good we have going on. So, you know, when the holidays come, you know, I get an extra big bag, you know, from Santa. Uh, you know, and Christmas. That's fun. And I, and I make sure, you know, I, I catch a vibe, man, and I, I ride that holiday wave, man. I suggest everyone does that. I know, like, Christmas in the hood, but like, yeah. right? Like, I, I, I know what kids, the same type of the folks that we're talking about now don't have things our kids take for granted. So, as far as kids, I, I never feel that way. I try to be a little bit more thoughtful, but I'll be honest with you guys. Like Thanksgiving is my favorite Mine holiday. Too. And not because not because that's when Columbus came and killed all the niggas. <laughs> Th- to me, Thanksgiving is almost like Christmas yeah. without and and thank. thank you. It's exactly what it is. Yeah. So that's why I love that's what, like I it turns me off. It turns me off the the the, the amount of greed and expectation. And sometimes for me kids, sometimes for me other family members that come from Christmas. Like yeah. it I I always say to anybody, you know, to anybody that's going to give me something, I'm always like, people ask me what I want, I'm like, yeah. none. I mean, for me, I work. I got a good job. Everything that I want, I buy. I don't <laughs> wait till Christmas to buy it. I, unless, yeah. unless I'm getting like a Black Friday deal, some shit like that. So there's nothing, anything that somebody buys me now, and I appreciate it. But if they didn't give me anything and they got me something thoughtful that they made, or just a nice card that was well-written and thoughtful, that means more to me than something for $50, $60. You could buy me $100. You could buy me. I can buy myself all the yeah. Amazon tomorrow. I, I totally agree. I love Thanksgiving for that very reason. On top of that, the food. And on top right. of that, the food. But right. um, no, I agree, man. I, I never even thought about it that way. You know, like Christmas without the expectations of gifts. And mm-hmm. if all you have to do is be thankful, clearly the best holiday of the year. Right. <laughs> Outside of 420, of course. Hey. No, New Year's is ain't no real the holiday. wackest holiday yeah. in the world. To me, yeah. honestly, like for real, at this stage <laughs> in life, I'm done celebrating New Year's, to be honest with you. No, seriously, like, I'm going to be in bed at 930. I'm waking up to to work out the next morning at 530. So it's like, no, nah, man, I'm not. I, I don't see New Year's as a holiday. I think if you ain't really going out to party and nothing like that, if you at a different stage yeah. in your life. I think I, I agree 100 percent. I mean, I do watch some of the New Year's festivities, but like I don't specifically make plans to to do anything. As a matter of fact, you talk about being older. <laughs> like it's so funny because when I was like 20, I was trying to get to wherever the party was. But now, you know what first thing come to my mind? People out here be drinking and driving on yeah. New Year's. That's what you be thinking about. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be in the house. The most I want to do is go Straight out up. to dinner, and I'm going out to dinner at like 7:30. And I'm in the house, nigga, by 9, 9.30. If I'm feeling very festive, I'll go get some fireworks and I'll mm-hmm. shoot those suckers off myself at midnight. Mm-hmm. But beyond that, man, I'm I don't mind a good, a I don't mind a good New Year's turn up. I just remember when we used to just live in the club a lot more often. Like, we used to live in that bitch. So it's 
five, like, like what, five, like 10 years ago, nigga? No, not even. Hey, I don't think it even. It wasn't that long ago, but it probably five more signs, five signs more. Yeah, five, five, live. Yeah, he ain't say yeah, yeah, yeah. Live, eight. live is every like two, three times a yeah, month. Yeah, that's eight like, to ten. That's eight to ten. Yeah. But then, yeah, yeah. Five. So I feel like we ain't been in. We ain't been in a year, year and a half. Too. Yeah. Oh, I know. Like, I think and, we fell and, off in that bitch last year. Yeah, which is crazy. Last year, or was it the beginning of the year? It has to be last year, bro. I think it's a year and a half, honestly. I think it's about 16 months since we've been oh, in the Oh, man, it had to be January, February, man. Don't the say The point it. I'm making no, is man. it's not a good look. It went by fast, though. It's not a good look for us, dog, because it either shows that we're evolving or we're getting old or we really lost our touch or it's just like, you know, we in a, we in a nice little content space, which is nothing wrong with any one of them, but... Because we haven't been really hitting it like that, like we used to, I look at New Year's probably as a time where I can just hit it one time real good and and celebrate, you know, the, the starting of a new year. Turn back the hands of time yeah. for the yeah. night. Yeah. I, I like the idea that turn back the hands of time for the night. You can speak for yourself on that lose your touch shit because Jeezy always ready. Just because a nigga ain't trying to be in the streets like that, I don't think yeah. you lose your touch. It's just shit change, man. What's important yeah. to you? I I much prefer, again, a cup of Henny and a, a spliff on the back porch than I would a packed-ass club with loud-ass music. You know what I mean? So You know what I think? I, I like something in the middle. Gent used to have something, right? Gent would have a, a gathering at his spot. So there's a couple of things I'm going to talk about, because which is why I like it. Like, I like the idea of being around people that I'm that, that are my in my circle in a safe environment, drinking, smoking, and having yeah. a good time, right? Like, I, I like that. And so Gent used to have, I ain't going to wait too much, of the, too much of the inside, but Gent used to have nice little um, get-together on New Year's. He had a beautiful backyard. Bartenders, had, remember? Yeah, bar DJ had the... You used to do it big. Yeah, you yeah, used to do and, it real big. And everybody there, the difference between that and going to a, a club or something is everybody there, you we knew. We was friends with them, yeah. or they was family, or we hooped with them, or we, you know, we were a friend of a friend. Everybody had a everybody had a cosigner. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. there was never no drama. Maybe chicks when they get drunk, because that's normal. Yeah. No offense to my our female listeners, but as far as like, there was never no there was never yeah. no drama. We ate, we danced, we sat around the fire. I like. That I miss fire. those I would times prefer, too. I would prefer that than being yeah. at home by myself. Yeah, but I would. I don't prefer going to the club than being home on my porch. Strangers, yeah. strangers. No, I agree. Exactly. I definitely miss those times, man. Those were good vibes, man. Yeah. The only thing we were missing were topless waitresses carrying splits around. <laughs> yeah. and you know so what? That was the only it's, thing. I feel like there's still time for us to get there. We'll get. We'll get there soon. I'm gonna bring. No, I'm gonna bring it back. I don't feel like the kids would have understood that one. But well, yeah, I'm just saying we're gonna bring it back. We're gonna sprinkle this in there at some point. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't mind a a nice VIP spot. If I can't get VIP, I'm not going on New Year's. I'm not trying to be in the hustle and bustle. I'm not trying to wait in no lines. I'm trying to also be out before the club closed by like at least an hour. I want to just be there, experience it, be in the in the midst of the noise, and then I want to disappear. <laughs> That's it. I just want to disappear after that. But um, I am looking forward to this holiday. You said what? Closing that bitch down. Yeah, well, you, we're always at the club. Whenever we 
always close it down, nigga. Yeah, like, I don't. Nobody ain't leaving early, nigga. I'm. I'm just saying. Oh, I'm, I think I'm changing. I'm, I'm, I'm changing. Oh, DJ gonna have to tell me this is the last one, y'all. I mean, he. <laughs> He they turn the lights on? Yeah, you got to tell me. Uh, well, and and I hope he's playing, <laughs> <I'm hoping laughs> playing R. Kelly feeling on your booty on the way out. For the last two hours? Mm-hmm. No, real talk, though, all jokes aside, in college, when they played that feeling on your booty at the end of the night, everybody got laid, you know? Yeah. So Ugly niggas didn't. Ugly niggas man, didn't. I, Don't do that. I bet ugly niggas was hitting them ugly hoes. Because ugly hoes need love, too. Ugly they do, especially during the holiday season. You know what I'm saying? And... and, and and a lot, uh, a lot of ug- a lot of good looking niggas was hitting the ugly holes too because you know beer goggles was on. Once your beer goggles on, everything looked good, you know. It's right. So, yeah, it's um, right. Titty sweaty. I remember them days. Yeah. Keep your eyes open, fellas. At the end of the night, <laughs> it, it, it it ain't what it really looked like. <laughs> and listen to her voice. That voice will tell yeah. you what it looked like a lot yeah. of times. It, and you. if you leave with a girl's number and you don't remember what she looked like, you don't want to remember what she looks like. You know what I'm and yeah, never meet a girl in the That's corner. That's some subconscious blacking out. Too bro. dark. You don't really know. Dang. No, I I had I met a girl once in the club. I'll never forget in Tallahassee. She was so goddamn black. I could not tell you what she looked like when I left that bitch. <laughs> and when we when we ended up linking up the next day, I said, "Damn, how did I run into this wildebeest, nigga?" I mean, she was hideous. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Booty was fat as shit, though, so I understood how I got there. Typically, y'all on Wildebeest. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) But, uh, yeah, you got to keep, you got to open your eyes out there, fellas. Open your eyes. (laughs) I don't know if I've ever had that. Oh, man. We always go off subject, but, you know, we just want to focus on, again, you know, enjoy the holidays. You know, all of our listeners, we appreciate y'all. You know, as these Christmas holidays come, spend it with your family. You know, give a gift, you know, to anyone. Just put a smile on someone's face. Like they say, be thoughtful. It's not about how much bread you spend. It's just about the thought. Let me say something to to the brothers, all our listeners out there, but particularly our Black, Hispanic listeners, I, I, minority listeners. And, and I'm going to speak specifically to, to, to Blacks because I'm Black. Um, I had the opportunity in my life on a couple of occasions to mentor young kids. I think that a lot of times minority communities, people and young kids think that the only way to success, um, the only path to success is through academic, excuse me, is through athletics or entertainment or the dope game. Streets, yeah. um, and if you achieve success in any other way, you are square or you are lame or whatever that is. And, you know, what I try to do in the opportunities that I've had, and I'm, and I'm going to pick it up. I mean, I got a son, so I feel like my, my <laughs> you got time, I mean, mentally mental your own son. Right, yeah. right, right. But as he, but as, but as he gets older and those things, cause you know, by the time 16, 17, you didn't put into your, your, your kid what they all that you like, put in. So that yeah. time I might find a 10 year old just for young men, black men, for them specifically, and particularly with us on this panel who are multiple degree holders, um, successful, and in the job world, and we some cool ass niggas that can dance, and we got game, and we got we know the lingo, and we grew up, and we you know we grew up in the hood, and so I think it's important for them to see examples of things that they can be that don't require them to be six seven, or don't require them to be able to run a four two, or to be able to sing or dance. Right? All you got to do is use your brain and work hard. And I think anything that any of our listeners can do to impact the next generation, particularly the next generation of at risk youth and youth who don't feel like they have an opportunity to be anything else but what society says they they should be, mm-hmm. um, use that. Use that power that you have to make an impact. And if you impact one kid, and now that kid 
ends up going to college or getting a trade and working and being a citizen as opposed to being in a fucking penitentiary, you did your yeah, life. You, you won. So you won. I, I actually am glad because I, I years ago, many years ago, I, I mentored a kid. And like you, I, I ended up having one. So, you know, my focus went there. But I think you're right. We have to find time to give back. And it would make a world of a difference just to have stability or to provide stability for a young black man in a community where, you know, they rarely see a black man leave and become educated and successful and, and provides stability and security for his family. Mm-hmm. And, and you mentioned all the things that we are. I think it's important for them to see that you can still be cool right, and still do your thing, you know, and, right. and use your brain and still have swag. 100. There's no reason. And I told my son this the other day. It's funny. I said, you don't have to let anyone put you in a box. You right. can be everything. You can be an artist, a musician, an athlete, you know, a scholar. You can do it all. You don't have to and a cool ass nigga. And a cool ass nigga <laughs> fucking these hoes. Whatever, son. I, you know what I'm saying? I, I finished with that too, so he knew I was real. But um, <laughs> the point is that you can do it all. And, 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 and the coolest thing you can do is be you, man. And that's what I, I, I preach. So I, I think it's important for us to get out there. And I challenge both of you, since, especially since you brought it up, Death, that we find a young man to mentor mm-hmm. and, and, and help him along the way. Because honestly, shit, what I wouldn't have done just for a little bit more attention, a little bit more tools and, and wisdom. And, and I grew up with my father, you know, yeah. and, and we can all we all could have stood to have more support. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, and a lot of these kids didn't have their, don't Nothing. have their fathers around. So right. if we can right. provide just a minimal amount of support, it would go a great distance. Yeah, um, it worked. Work. I think what I'm looking forward to is, is actually spending time with my kids. So, you know, you know, I work huge, you know, a huge national job and, and I spent a lot of time either on the road or in somebody's office and and I, and I spend my time with my kids but it's just it's not as much as I really would love for it to be so for me it's just I'm looking forward to taking some time off and really just sitting down and talking to them and and understanding them because I think a lot of time people and this goes for a lot of people and you don't have to have the type of job that I have but you could just be experienced what we call this crazy thing called life and that is working every day, coming home, you come home, you cook dinner, you take your shower, it's already ready time for bedtime, you really haven't interacted with your children, you really haven't interacted with your son or your daughter, and sometimes not even your, your significant other, because you just run through these motions. Man, it's wonderful time to stop for a second, take some time, and really enjoy them, engage with them, on, on another level, you know what I'm saying? And and then be able to just uh, make those moments, man, because the way that I look at life is, it's nothing but an collection of moments. So I wanna make as many as possible so that I can say that I had a good one. So, right. hey, and that, that's more for me, but for those who are just kind of walking through life and you really not engaging with your, your family, your your friends, your people, Take this, take this time during the holiday, man, and, and, and make the moment. It's never too late. You know, I just yeah. wanted to add that before we end this. It's never too late to fix a relationship. And I, you know what? I take that back. It's never too late to try 
to fix a relationship. Sometimes <laughs> shit does expire and you miss the deadline, nigga. And when that bread spoiled, there's no bringing it back to life. You know, if you would have caught it a couple of days earlier, you could have put it in the fridge, but it's too late. It's or green toasted now. it. You know what I mean? It's molded. Put some butter so on. If my mom would tell fridge. me to cut that piece of yeah. bread off. I came from the <laughs> life. <laughs> see, my mom would have told me to put it in the fridge the moment it started to smell, it would have never turned green. I would have been good. I'd have been making toast with that bread for weeks. You know what I mean? <laughs> my point of the matter is <laughs> you can put effort in to fixing any relationship that has gone awry and you can only do your part. You can that's try it. and you hope that person meets you in the middle. If they don't, you know, that's life. But if they do, what a blessing. So, you know, it's with this holiday t- coming up, just use that as an opportunity just you know, fix things, resolve any it, dumb issues and focus on what's important, family, life, health, mm-hmm. you know, so keep, keep perspective, perspective, you know. Right, well, Runs with the boys. We out here, got man. Keep out here today, you know. Yeah, man. <laughs> Y'all we have just, a happy holiday, man. You know, for those who haven't caught up, man, get caught up. We, you know, we still got a bunch of episodes many haven't listened to, man. So take this time to get caught up. So hey, we funny yeah. as shit. Y'all just listen to it for the first time. We funny. I like it. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Yeah. Coffee and brunch. We can have a conversations over coffee and brunch. Ha. 